Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. We're so glad to have you with us here this evening on Ask Herbal Health Expert Susan Weed, a two-hour radio show each Tuesday night. Herbal medicine is people's medicine, simple, safe, effective. Please bring your curiosity and health questions. Susan will enlighten, surprise, and delight you. I know most of you know Susan Weed already. She's my mom, so I know her. But for those of you who have not yet met Susan, I'd like to share. She is the author of the Wise Woman Herbal Series, wonderful books on women's health and herbal medicine, including Wise Woman Herbal for the Childbearing Year, Breast Cancer Breast Health! Exclamation point, The Wise Woman Way, Healing Wise, The Wise Woman Herbal, New Menopausal Years, The Wise Woman Way, down there, sexual and reproductive health, the wise woman way. And abundantly well, seven medicines, the wise woman way. The newest book in the wise woman herbal series. So exciting. In addition to being the editor at Ashtree Publishing and writing her books, Susan is the director of the Wise Woman Center in Woodstock, New York. The Wise Woman Center is open to the public on appointment-only basis. She offers weekend workshops, intensives, and apprenticeships throughout the season. Susan is also available to you online via wisewomanmentor.com. There you can go and view her weekly e-zine. You can subscribe to receive a notification via email each week, or you could join her mentorship program. Susan also offers distance learning correspondence courses and online courses at thewisewomanschool.com. Join us there for colorful, instructive, easy video courses, including Easy Herbal Medicine with Susan Weed, Happy Knees, a Cancer Diagnosis, Adaptogens for Long Life, and Abundantly Well Companion Course, Wise Woman You can also just go to her website, susanweed.com, where you will find thousands of pages online with recipes, articles, art features, and so much more. Well, for now, let's see what Susan has to share with us this evening. Thank you, and welcome, Susan. Thank you, Justine, and welcome, Rebecca. Hi, Susan. How are you doing this evening? I am doing really well, Rebecca. We're going to turn Good. our show off. We're going to turn our show upside down tonight. Our guests mm-hmm. are interviewing canceled, and so what we're going to do is we're going to spend the first half hour of the show 
Your phone's uh, a little bit choppy. I missed what you just said there. You said you'll, we'll f- spend the first half hour of the show. And I'm going to talk during that first half hour of the show. Okay. And then I'll start Sounds good. Questions. Yeah. So, you know, I've been thinking a lot about my mom. And mm-hmm. my mom, before she was my mom, was a real athlete. She fenced at a professional level. And as a child, her A's were on the wall across from me, and I was asleep looking at them. And she was an Olympic level, although she never went to the Olympics. She was an Olympic level diver, high dive. And it, um, I can see you know, kind of disappointed that I preferred um, my brain to my body. Mm. Is there a, Susan, sorry to interrupt, but it's really choppy and we're only getting like every other word. Is there a place that you could go that would have better um, reception? Um, so I think we need better reception. And eight four five six six three five nine nine nine. Okay. Did you get that? Hold on one second. Um, say it again. Hang up. Okay. Okay, hold on. Uh, Do you want me to call you, or did you want to call yeah. into the show? Uh, Okay. Yeah, call in. Okay, and it's what's the phone number again? Sorry. Hold on, I have the to get back prefix. To okay, it's pretty choppy. I'll just wait for you to call in. <laughs> okay, you'll see some number come up, and that'll be me calling on a different cell phone. This is something great. Sounds. Okay. All right, I'm ready for you anytime. Um. Hang up. I'm hanging up. Okay. Six. Yeah, you're, hold on one second. I don't see it in there quite yet. Two, four, six, three, let's see. I, your other cell phone's on, though. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> there we go. All right, thank you, everyone. Let me see. I'm not seeing Susan's number here. Let's see. Oh, maybe this is it. Is this you, Susan? Hello? No, what the heck? Is this you? No. Did she press one? Oh my goodness. Um, is this one? Is this you? I'm, this is me. Oh, okay, there we go. It's you. <laughs> All right, ready to go. Okay. Welcome, That's Rebecca. Much... I know yes. you're from Costa Rica. Hello. And right here Hello. with me. Hello, welcome. 
<laughs> and and we're going to turn our show upside down tonight. It's canceled. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the first half hour to talk, and then I'll answer questions last hour and a half. That sounds great. Okay. So I've been thinking a lot about my mom. Her name's Monica. She was my mom. She was an athlete. And she was a professional fencer. As a child, her FAs were on the wall across from my bed. She was an Olympic-level diver. I diving board. And I'm afraid of heights. And let's say I'm a bookworm. And I looking back, she was a little disappointed, you know. I think she was. We like our children to kind of follow in our footsteps. I, I'm not sure that she really wanted me to dive from the high diving board because this was a big deal between us. I grew up in Dallas, and the public pool had a high diving board, and she was trying to get And I would do anything not to do that. Finally, she found one of my friends of little Lulu comic books. Those of you who are as old as I will remember Little Lulu and Witch Hazel. And she promised me that I could read all of those Little Lulu comic books if I would go up on that high diving board and dive. And that's what I did. I wanted to climb up those stairs up and up on the diving board, you know, and you get yourself set. Bring your hands up. I'm going to go one, two, three, bounce. I'm going to put my arms up, and I'm going to dive. I'm going to dive down into the love and the support and the care of you and everybody who listens to my show. Because perceptive mm. listeners have been saying, Susan, something's going on. Come on, mm-hmm. level with us. What's happening? What's been going on, Susan? And something yeah. has, something has been going on. So let's let's start back in 2017. 2017, April. My body sent me a message, and it said, "Susan, there is something going on in your uterus, and you need to tend to it." And I called around to see if I could make a doctor's appointment. Now, I don't have a regular doctor, so that meant I was a new patient, right? And new patients get scheduled way out, like months. You know, nobody was willing to see me. It was really frustrating because my body was demanding that I do something very quickly. Finally, I found somebody who would do something, and I went in, and I demanded an endometrial biopsy, and that biopsy came back positive for endometrial cancer. And the doctor looked at me and she said, this is a follow-up visit, she said, okay, so we're going to put you in surgery and we're going to remove your cervix, your uterus, and your fallopian tubes, and your ovaries, and your momentum, and you're going to be fine. And I looked at her and I said, no. No, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. And so I proceeded to really research what it was that I could do. And part of that research, of course, was a course, a cancer diagnosis, the wise woman way. 
and mm-hmm. I started out with a diagnosis of grade three, not stage, because I wouldn't let them inject radioactive dye into my lymph nodes, but grade three. Over the next 18 months, I took that from grade three to grade two to grade one. And I was feeling, I was feeling pretty darn good, I'll tell you, you know? I was feeling like, mm-hmm. I got it. I got this, you know? And I'm going to have a real split when I've cleared this. And I'm going to be able to really help a lot of them. Because basically, late fall of 2018, I felt something between my vagina and my rectum. I had my finger in my vagina, and it felt like there was a little grape there. And I was, I was under the care of an MD at Memorial Sloan Clearing in New York City as I was clearing my endometrial cancer. And I called her up, and I said, oh, my lump here. And I'm supposed to be going to Paris to celebrate my granddaughter's birthday. What should I do? And she said, Susan, are you in pain? And I said, no. And she said, Susan, are you bleeding? I said, no. And she said, you go to Paris. You only get this one chance to celebrate your granddaughter's birthday, mother's birthday. You go to Paris. So I did. And I came back. And by December of that year, we did imaging. And we did a biopsy. And by that point, it great had turned into a walnut. Fast growing. Squamous cell. We're losing I the, I think we're losing you a little bit. You're losing me a little bit? How's this? Is this better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. And again, I refused surgery, but I was told that radiation was a sure cure for this, that human papillomavirus cancer always gave way to radiation. And so in February and March of 2019, I endured six weeks of radiation therapy to this tumor trapped between my vagina and my rectum. And I kept on with my work, I kept on with this blog talk show, and I didn't say anything except to my very, very closest friends, because I really didn't want to worry people, and I also didn't want to be, you know, bombarded with people's suggestions. I wanted to, I wanted to take care of this as, as my body, too, and as my soul wanted to. And it seemed like it worked. It seemed like the radiation worked until September. And in September, I flew to California to teach. And on the airplane to California, a fistula, which is an opening, erupted between my rectum and my vagina. And on that airplane, I poured blood. I lost almost a pint of blood on that airplane flight. I was in massive pain. 
I was taking huge amounts of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs just to deal with the pain. And nonetheless, that I could deal with it. And that has gone on for nine months. When I started radiation therapy, they, of course, wanted me to do chemotherapy at the same time, and I absolutely refused to do the chemotherapy. But I sought out an anthroposophic MD, and luckily one is within half an hour of my home, and she put me on mistletoe therapy, which is what I wanted to do. Mistletoe therapy is a standard therapy for this kind of cancer in Israel, Holland, and much of Germany. And again, we really felt that we had, you know, over the course of the past few months, it was obvious that the cancer was growing. And so two weeks ago, I submitted myself to surgery. On May 13th, at Memorial Sloan Kettering in New York City, I went into surgery with four ecological team, a colorectal team, a osteopathic team, and a plastic surgery team. Rebecca, they worked on me for 17 hours. Wow. And then they induced a coma for another 13 hours. And that was the Tuesday that I missed. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was, the, you know, I went into surgery Wednesday morning. I thought I could do it Tuesday night, but I just collapsed. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. And now uh, it's gone. They got clean margins. Oh, they good. Had to, they had to cut off bone. I don't have my coccyx. I don't have part of my sacrum. They had to oh, rebuild wow. my vagina. I'm now a cross between Frankenstein's bride and Barbie doll. Hmm. But I am cancer-free. Yeah. And I am one, two, three, bounce, arms up, diving down into everyone's loving support as I recuperate from this. It's a fucking huge thing to recuperate from. Yeah, wow. I am weak. I am shaky. I can stand on my feet for minutes at a time, and then I have to lay back down. It's going to be a long recovery. But you know what? I'm going Mm. forward. And I thought... I really thought that that was like the worst of it. When I woke up from that coma, I was like right there. And I thought, okay, last Friday, a female MD walked into my hospital room and said, you're going home. And my body reacted in total panic because I was not ready. And I fell Mm -hmm. down the hall, Rebecca. Bad things have happened to me in my life. I've been Mm -hmm. furious. I've been 
grief-stricken, but I've never, ever been depressed. And I felt down, down, down. I felt so far down, Rebecca. I couldn't swallow my own spit. Like Inanna, I went mm-hmm. down. I was stripped of everything. I was killed. The surgery was easy because they knocked me out. But this I was conscious of. I knew what was happening. I knew that I was going down, and I didn't know where the bottom would be. And I didn't know coming for me to take me off the meat hook. I didn't know for 72 hours, for three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this past Friday, this past Saturday, this past Sunday, I was so far down. I have never in my life experienced anything of the magnitude that I experienced. And when I got to the very depth of it, the grandmother said, we're not done with you. And my beloved voice teacher, beloved co-teacher of apprentices, Gordon, was there. He has lived with depression all of his life. And when I went into surgery, he stopped taking his anti-depression medicine. And he was there at the bottom. Rebecca, he picked me up. And he carried me up this steep, narrow path. Every step crumbled under his feet. There was no way to go but forward and up and up and up. And yesterday morning, we emerged. And I'm ready for whatever the grandmothers ask of me. Mm. It's amazing to have that support. Yeah. That's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. And people have noticed, you know, that my voice has been shaky because I was laying in a hospital bed. You sound a lot better this week, I'll say. Don't I, though? Yeah. yeah. I'm really back. I'm really here. I'm really ready. Whatever, yeah. whatever is needed. I'm here to give it. And every one of you who's listening, I know you love me. I know you support Mm -hmm. me. And I want to thank you right now for that love and support. Write me. Send me things. Pray for me. Whatever you want to do. I'm thanking you now. I'm not going to thank you individually. I'm not going to take on that burden. I'm going to do right now, I'm going to say, thank you, 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 thank you. And I'm just going to bask in it. I'm just going to take it in. I'm going to take in your love. I'm going to take in your support. Because flower magnificently. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Rebecca, for being so Mm -hmm. strong 
and carrying on as I faltered. And I have faltered. And I thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. One. For whatever reason, two, I was called three. back on to the show, so <laughs> I feel like yeah, it was. One, two, three. <laughs> up we go and down we dive, diving mm. down into whatever it is. And I find, How amazing I think, life is. Yeah, I'm finding a lot of comfort in your words because I just, I mean, I'm going through my own, like, depths right now with a, my my kid's dad and I are, are splitting up and it's been super, just some of the most emotional, like, stuff that's come up, you know, so, and just processing it at this point in my life, being a sober individual, you know, it's like, I I can feel that. I feel that depth that you're talking about. It's like it's just taken me, but uh, yeah, it's it's a wave, you know, and we're we're riding it, and it's, so it's uh, yeah. short of any emotion. <laughs> At my hospital window, I can see the 59th Street Bridge. Slow down, you move too fast. You gotta make the morning less. Just. Kicking down the cobblestones, looking for fun and feeling groovy. Hello, lamppost, what you knowin'? I come to watch your flowers growing. Ain't you got no rhyme for me? do 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 feeling groovy. Got no deeds to do, no promises to keep on dappled and drowsy and ready for sleep. The morning pet tossed all its petals on me. Life, I love you, feeling groovy, groovy, groovy. Together, together, mm-hmm. we will come through whatever we need to come through. Mm-hmm. You're so strong, and I really appreciate that just watching you throughout the years has been just with so much grace and I so appreciate your presence and I yours I have leaned on you very heavily in these past weeks as you've come back to the show Rebecca mm-hmm. and I so appreciate that I have been able to do that mm-hmm. thank you yeah. thank you from the depths of my being we go forward feeling groovy mm-hmm I'm so glad our guests So happy canceled. you're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm so glad. Wherever. And I'm so glad to finally go public with it all. Yeah. And let everyone yeah, let everyone know that I'm living. <laughs> I got another quarter century ahead of me. Watch out, world. I have a feeling you're going to get lots of support now that you've asked for it, too. So (laughs) watch out. (laughs) I was discharged today from the hospital, and the pharmacist called me, and she said, well, I see in your records you're taking some herbal supplements, and we don't want you to take those herbal supplements. And I bawled her out. I said to her, you know what? I've been an herbalist longer than you've been alive. And you're not going to tell me what I can and can't take. 
<laughs> yeah. I said, Everybody needs I, said I may need some of your drugs because there's some pretty intense pain. You know, they went in there and chucked around with me. I said, and I'm not adverse to using some of your pain medications, but I'm a card-carrying cannabis user, and the fact of the matter is opioids make my pain worse. Mm -hmm. They just don't work in my body. Yeah, me either. So, wow, I am so excited to find out what the grandmothers have in store for us. Me too. It's anybody's guess at this point, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not exactly a guess. Because one thing that I know is that Abundantly Well, which is a beautiful book, is going to be revised. And Deep Medicine is going to get a lot deeper. And it's going to come out as a new book next year. Deep Medicine is going to be its own book? No. Abundantly Well will come out revised and expanded. Oh, okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it deserves it. And I have the energy and the time to do that. And, uh, you know, I have been shown things that I was completely blind to before. I have been given experiences that have broken me and expanded me to depths and 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 reaches that are uh, amazing, amazing, vaster than than universes. Was that part of when you were um, in your when they put you under? No, I tell you when they put me under. It was really easy. They said, sit down here and lean forward on this pillow. And that was the last I knew until I woke up 30 hours later. And I oh. thought that was the worst of it. But it wasn't because I wasn't conscious. The worst of it was my conscious trip down. Down. Like Inanna, going down to visit her sister and being hung on the meter not knowing what would happen, and then being redeemed, being recalled, Mm. moving step-by-step up that narrow, crumbly path with my beloved Gordon carrying me, carrying me up and up and up, up into joy, up into life. Amazing. Yesterday morning, yesterday morning, I said, "I want breakfast." For three days, I didn't eat. Hmm. I was so far down. And then Monday, that's it. We emerged. I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Amazing, isn't it? It is amazing, and I hear and Justine and Monica Jean are going to be there with you very soon, too, right? They are here right now with me. 
Oh, you said that's what you said. I I'd heard of Costa Rica, but I didn't think that they were going to be there yet. Wow. That seemed like a Justine, short trip. I saw a post, and then they're there. Wow. Justine is sitting here in bed right next to me. Oh, excellent. Here I am. Hello. Hi, Justine. <laughs> welcome back Monica, to New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. welcome back, she says. And Monica Jean is in the next room reading. Oh, good. We're all here. Oh, we're together. They're there with you. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're right here with me. Oh, that that probably feels. I mean, a very, <laughs> a very good, uh, like silver lining to the whole thing to have them there. You know, it's the the timing uh, of it all. It just is such a blessing. And it, it, I'm not making this up. That I'm not telling a story here. That I'm, that I'm living this archetypal journey. Mm-hmm. And that it, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that it's uh, something that um, is manifesting through the very tissues of my body. Hmm. I advocated for. And kept my ovaries. Of yes. course, they wanted to take them, you know? They wanted to take everything. said, no, no, I want my ovaries. And the gynecological surgeon, my beloved Dr. Kara, said to me when I came out of the, the coma, she said, the healthiest, prettiest, pinkest ovaries I ever saw in my life. Oh, <laughs> that's good news. <laughs> Not something you typically get to hear about. So, <laughs> all right. So, I was so glad that I was able to, you know, stand firm and say, "You leave my ovaries alone. You leave them in my body. You take what you need to take. You know, you take my uterus. Okay, right. You've been wanting mm-hmm. to take it for three years. You got it." Mhm. But my ovaries are mine. Mm-hmm. And and she said I was happy to leave them. Mm. Good. I yeah, changing uh people <laughs> from the inside out, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's cool. It's good. I mean I couldn't I couldn't make this up if I tried to. Mhm. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing this with us. It's quite, it's an amazing journey and you're, you know, uh, such a, a trooper and like just to <laughs> hear, hear your story and, you know, like who knows which one of us are going to be going through or something like this. So, I'm, yeah, yeah, I think we're all and I hear, so and grateful. I hear that, and I hear that things are difficult for you right now, Rebecca. Mhm. Yeah. So I hope that you can draw on my strength. Mhm. Yeah. Because my am, strength I... is now incredibly deep and wide. Mhm. Yeah, I can feel it. I feel the. I can feel it kind of vibrating through me right now, actually. So. So each one of you who's listening, some of you I know personally. Some of you I don't know at all. I'm so glad to finally be able to reach out and share with you the deepest truth of what's been going on with me. 
Let's go forward. Feeling groovy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Are, All right. So are you wanting so to go into questions? Is that your feeling groovy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I Which think one our Which one of you got a caller is going to be Maretta. I'm pretty sure this is oh, her number. Oh, Maretta, of course. How perfect. Oh, if I'm... oh, my dearest, dearest love, God of 45 years, and I'm sitting and listening to you uh, talking, and I'm hearing the pain and your courage, and and uh, I'm looking forward to your revision of Abundantly Well next year, and uh I am so happy that you're surrounded by all the love you deserve, of all the help you have given people and concern. And, you know, I feel like I'm standing one of the first in line for your concern and love for 45 years. You've saved me from being in hospitals and God knows where. And so all I can say is... Thanks, God, you're loved and appreciated, and it will all that will carry you through, and you are going to be well. And I am so well, Maretta, and I thrive in your love. Oh, I love you so, Maretta. What a yeah. long journey we've had together. It's such a long journey, yeah. I mean, it's 45 years ago since we met, you know, it's, it's, uh, and it's been there year after year, and you even called me while you were sick like this, you know, I'm going through all this, you made two phone calls to me, and oh my God, you know, it's just like the kind of kindness and faithfulness to, you know, so, you know, people who have you have helped through all these years. It's just like amazing. And uh, I know that you will find out, figure out what to do at all times, you know. And, you know, I even uh, don't even want to ask you a question because I'm calling up with something like a post-nasal drip. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like crazy, right? But... And, you know, all your advice, you know, taking a skull cap, uh, uh, you know, every um, five drops every hour. And uh, after two days, it did help, but then all the pain did come back. So I have to continue it until the pain is gone. Yes. And, I, and I'm doing, you know, the marshmallow tea to soothe my throat and, of course, I have no saliva, you know, at night, so I sleep oh. with you. I oh. sleep with one. Yeah, it's a very tough thing to have no saliva at night. So I sleep oh. with one of your, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, slippery the elbow. elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And then I, I wake up and and my mouth, my tongue, and so forth may be burning because of the dryness, but then I drink marshmallow, you know. Tea and uh, and that's how I'm surviving this particular cornerstone. And it was from a doctor's advice, you know, gave me uh, 
said, please take this for your back pain, you know, and I, I sort of caved in and did it, and it gave me this burning, you know, this mouth, dry mouth. So I understand how you really have to navigate in this life and, you know, wherever you can, stick to the herbal medicine, wherever because you can. Because the herbs make us healthy and the drugs yes. make us sick. Yes, and that is what you have preached and uh, for all these, you know, 45 years that I've known you, and and I can tell you one thing, uh, it will pay off. It will come back to you. All that you have given will come back, and you'll see in the next year and a half, you will see it. And we're all going to be well and and just fine and love this life that is so beautiful and so many loving people, and and it's just all being returned to you. All your love and care is being returned, sent to you. I send it, you know, to Woodstock. I mean, I'm, it's going out, you know what I mean? I feel so, it. Yeah. I feel it. You know, and, you can and feel I, it. And as I recover, as I slowly get myself back to my full I feel that, and I so appreciate every drop of it from you and everyone. Yes, I know. Oh, my God. It's just, you know, I feel like we're on this big love boat, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I mean, in itself is just completely wild because this is where we all need to be because we need it for our power you know, it's just you know our uh, <clears throat> you know we need it for our nerves we cannot we have to go to this place of meditation as you've been teaching all these years and we need to put it in a parasystematic system you know we need to be in love and we need to think of the positive and the beauty and we can't go to the adrenal fear or you know run or escape or you know uh, we can't go there we have to go very high to you know to that love and i know you're getting it I and am, i'm so I happy yeah, love and you, I, I feel your love, and, you know, I feel everybody on this radio shows, you know, love and Rebecca's love, and and I'm just so uh, immersed in it, absolutely immersed in this love. Ah, good. Yeah. What about skull cap? Do you think I should increase the drops every hour? Yes, I do. I do five drops every hour. Do you should I do seven drops? Go for it. Go for it. Do ten. If I can, yeah. It's in my dry mouth. I have to and, be and careful. Do you, and do you, Moretta, do you have access to CBD in any way? To cannabis culture or CBD oil? Say that aspirin. No, C, B, D. Yeah. Cannabidiol. Because it works uh, very well with the skullcap. CBD, cannabis- oil, the CBD oil. Yes. 
It goes very well with skullcap. Okay. Yes, works very well with the skullcap. And how many drops of that? And a low dose? Low dose, five or six drops. Five or six drops. Yeah, I'll try it. You know, somebody, some doctor told me that they wanted to steroids. Can you imagine that? They're pouring steroids down your throat. Crazy. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you, Moretta. Yeah. Loved you. Love you. Yeah. Green blessings, Moretta. Yeah. Green blessings to you, too. Much love. Glad you were the first caller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. The next caller is coming from the 336 area code. Are you there in the 336? We will come back to them. And the next caller is in the 352 area code. Hi, Susan. Thank you for taking my call. You're and, welcome. Um, completely forgot what I was calling for. So uh, thank you so much for sharing all that. Wow. And thank you. You are amazing. That's all I have to say. Good night. Green blessings. Good night. I Green forgot blessings. my question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> be well, sister. And Thank you. Talking all this to the end. You're welcome. Okay. The next caller is coming from the 212 area code. Is that me? That's you. It's Lauren. Hi. Hi, Lauren. I love you so much. I love you, love, Lauren. I'm so glad you told us what was going on. When you said whatever we need to come through, we will come through. I can't even count the number of times you've helped me come through. And how much I treasure you and your teachings and feel your strength and your love, and I'm sending it, mine to you. I receive that so deeply. It has been it has been wonderful. You know, Lauren apprenticed with me, and Lauren is a big woman, and she stood in the doorway, and she faced me <laughs> off, and she yelled at me, and it was such a magical moment, and it bonded us forever. <laughs> Just minutes before you were about to give up, I believe. <laughs> You know, it was so long ago, and yet I found last week myself thinking about something that I um, that that you asked of me that I didn't understand, and and I was angry and I'm fighting, and I, I and all of a sudden it just kind of it was clear to me the whole shamanic role and what I was being offered, and those time capsules, you know, the things that those, you offer up to us that that you said that would come come up again. <laughs> it has. Those time capsules that we give you that. Spring open at the right moment. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm so glad you let us know about this. I, I could hear something was up, and last week was, was, 
Oof. Um, and of course one goes down. The descent. How can one not? Yeah. Never been there before. Never once in my life have I ever experienced depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I have a, such an understanding of what that is. In in a way, that's what so many people are going through now with this opportunity to reorganize everything and how scary it is and how uncertain it is. And yet what a amazing opportunity of real transcendence. And, you know, I got I must admit that part of me, you know, was was like kind of like, oh, great, Susan, sure, all right, you're going to go through this whole big, massive thing in the middle of the COVID crisis, so you don't even get to have anybody to help you? You have to, like, lay in your room alone? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that is diabolical timing. <laughs> so, you know, the grandmothers, they tested me. And when I said, I got it, they said, here, have a little more. Uh-huh. So we'll be making sense out of that for a while, eh? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I I hear you, the strength and the beauty in your voice, and I'm just right there thinking of you and sending you all my love and support. Thank you, darling. Thank you, love. Love you very much. I feel it. I, I thrive. <laughs> Green blessings. Okay, let's go back to the caller in the 336 area code. Hi, this is Liz from Indiana. Hi, Liz from Indiana. (laughs) Sorry, I was muted before, uh, but I think we figured it out. Um, I am so glad I called in today. I usually just listen to your show after, and wow, it was just like an emotional roller coaster. I I had a feeling that something was, you know, I actually was one of the people who messaged Rebecca kind of checking in to see if you were okay um, on that week that you were gone. Because I was just like, wow, this is um, different. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I'm so glad that you're here now. And, um, yeah, just my heart is with you. And I um, am feeling your gratitude for the support. And I'm so grateful for you for how you've changed my life from afar over the past couple years um okay well it seems yeah it seems kind of silly to come asking a question (laughs) when you've been through so much yeah exactly Uh, (laughs) um well I am so I'm 27 years old I drink I'm 28, actually. (laughs) I drink nourishing herbal infusions daily and have for almost two years now. Um, I've had a great experience with them. And I actually called uh, several months ago about an unrelated thing. But basically, I never had a regular cycle, menstrual cycle. I started doing, uh, taking, drinking the infusions and things became regular, like um, monthly I was having a period. And over the past few months, 
that time in between my cycle has basically gotten longer and longer and longer. And now it's like, I'm at almost 70 days. Um, and I am wondering if there's something I can, I really liked when it was, uh, something when I could count on. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, wow, this one, is amazing. One of the herbs that I really like is Vitex. Hmm. And uh, I have a bottle of Vitex that labeled by my daughter uh, for when she was going to Costa Rica, and it says Vitex for Mujeres. And it just it it, it tickles my heart, you know, Vitex for women. And uh, one of the the women that my daughter knew was a, a woman who uh, was from a large family. And everybody in her family, all of her sisters, uh, were mothers, and she wasn't. And it was it, it, it was it was very disappointing to her. And uh, Justine suggested that she started taking Vitex, and she took some Vitex tincture, and she took some Vitex tincture, and wow, she's a mom. Wow. So CFITEX might be an ally for you. That sounds large great. I haven't doses. really explored that. Yeah, the large doses. Um, you know, it was one of the herbs um, that I was working with as I was working my way through what's going on in my uterus and what's what's going on with me and and allying with Vitex and uh, partly because. Um, my Dr. Kara had suggested that uh, progesterone could help me uh, kick that endometrial cancer into the corner. And uh, her suggestion was uh, a progesterone um, eluding IUD, and I actually went for it because I'd had an IUD when I was younger, and it hit me, and I thought, I could do this, you know. And um, when I went for the radiation, I didn't want that IUD in my body. Hmm. So I took it out and I started working with Vitex instead. And really felt, you know, um, what was going on there. And you remember Dr. Karras said, ooh, those beautiful ovaries. And I'm going to say that some of that <laughs> beautiful pink, healthy ovaries was because of my alliance over the past couple of years with Vitex. Mm. And oh, I well, that sounds home. amazing. Yeah, I was taking four dropperfuls of Vitex morning and night. All at once, four dropperfuls? All at once, four dropperfuls. Mm. Is there somewhere, because... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Tra- I had a little tray. As a matter of fact, a beautiful tray that my dad um, got in, um, in North Africa. A beautiful inlaid um, kind of mosaic tray with all of the different tinctures that I was taking. And one of the biggest bottles on there was Vitex for Mujeri. Hmm. Well, since I don't have any made right now, um, do you have a recommendation of where I could find some that's paired in the way that, like with 100 proof vodka, et cetera, wise woman way? preparation or should I just I look online? That, I know that Rebecca makes tinctures. 
I know that white feather at Catskill Mountain Herbs makes tinctures. And I know that Red Moon Herbs makes tinctures, although they don't use vodka. They use um, organic grain alcohol. Um, no. grain alcohol. Uh-huh. And hey, you can buy Vitex, put some up, and it's ready in six weeks. Buy some Vitex berries? Yeah. Buy dried okay. Vitex berries. Yeah. Great. I will totally order some on my next herb order. And that also, I'd like to, I wanted to say that I was very excited that last year when I started getting into your work, I put up three quarts of Echinacea angustifolia and so many people around me with these flu symptoms, including myself, I got a pretty nasty flu, right, was as this COVID stuff was hitting. And I was just like, oh, I have this stuff that I made last year and it's ready now. Right. right. Isn't it exciting <laughs> to have it like, oh, it's ready and I have it right here at yeah. the end. Oh, such a good, such a good feeling. So I'm excited to make some Vitex and um, I was wondering if you had time for one more question, but I want to let the other callers have time too. Well, we have to refer to Rebecca because she's at the desk um, for their notes. We just, I think there's time, yeah. There's about, I think, four other callers with questions, and we have an hour, so, yeah, we're good. Okay. Go ahead with your other questions. It might be a, it might be a simple one. Um, basically, I have a giant yellow dock plant um, that's kind of, I mean, it's humongous. It's huge. And it's producing stalks with um, the seed pods on them. And I'm wondering when... I, I looked at your videos on yellow dock seeds, and I really want to make a tincture. And I was wondering if it was um, necessary to wait till the fall to do that. You know, what's really interesting about the plants, and one of the things that I learned from my gut, is that the plants are not just static. That, that's part, part of why they're not drugs. Because mm. as as things change, as the soil changes, as the weather changes, as things change, those plants respond to that. And one of my native teachers said that the very best thing to do is you go to a plant and you tell the plant, I'd like to use you in this way. Could you please start to make yourself have these qualities that I need and then let me know time to harvest you in. Hmm. And it's it's one of the things that I cherish about working with the plants is that intimate relationship that we can develop that we don't just say, oh, this plant has this constituent, you harvest it at this time to get this from it. But we understand mm-hmm. that, that there's an actual ongoing relationship that we can develop. And that when we have friends, those friends will do extraordinary things for us. Of course, I have had a very close circle of friends who have known what is going on and have provided me with exquisite support and care throughout these three years who have stepped up and challenged me and 
offered me and stopped me and have done each in their own unique and individual way contributed to the great kaleidoscope of life, my life, and all of our lives. Hmm. So I need to go make friends with the yellow duck. <laughs> yeah. Make friends with your big yellow duck. <laughs> it's taller than I am right now. It's amazing. <laughs> Whoa, taller than you are. Oh, my God. Yeah. I that mean, is it is and has so many amazing. arms. Amazing. <laughs> you know, I was, digging, I was digging some yellow duck roots one fall, and there was a, a native grandmother there, and she was laughing at me. And uh, I, I'm used to being laughed at by my native grandmother because I'm a pretty silly <laughs> white girl, what can I say? <laughs> and uh, I will often say, you know, am I just being a silly white girl or am I doing something especially, you know, chuckle-worthy here? And she said, yeah, you know, the, the the roots are really good. And we use the roots a lot. She said, but you, did you ever talk to the seeds? And did you ever consider uh, what the seeds might have to offer you? Mm. Not as hard to uh, <laughs> hard to dig up. <laughs> Not as hard to dig up. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much, Susan. For I'm just I'm on cloud nine right now, just listening to you talk and um, you taking the time to listen to me. I'm so glad that you shared your authentic, real journey with everybody tonight. I'm so happy that I tuned in. Um, so thank you, and I just wish you well. And thank you, Rebecca, for holding the space and just being awesome. Um, and I. Hope you ladies have a great night, and I'll, I look forward to listening to the rest of the show. Feeling groovy. Green blessings. <laughs> Green blessings. Good night. Good night. All right, the next caller is coming from the 775 area code. Hi. Hi. Um, so I spoke to you last week, and... Um, I was talking to you about my breast. It was kind of hurting on and off. And um, I just wanted to share with you that it's feeling a lot better. It's feeling better now. Yes. Uh, whoops. Sorry. Um, yeah, so for about the last two and a half days, it's been completely out of pain. So I was doing uh. a whole bunch of stuff to try to deal with it, and something worked. <laughs> Yay, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, and um, thank you for sharing your story. I know it's tough to share stuff with people sometimes, and especially something of that magnitude, but congratulations on on getting to where you're at right now. Yeah, I really deserve those congratulations, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, Life is yeah. a journey, but then sometimes it's like even more so. Woo <laughs> wee! You know, the yeah, grandmothers, they, you know, they're, <laughs> they're fierce, golly gee. But, um, I did have a quick question. Um, I suppose I called in a few weeks about this, a show about this, and my daughter, she's like always itchy, and 
it seems to have, like travel to her hands, and I just—I don't know if you had any oh, insight. Sorry, I missed—I missed some important she, words. She's always what? Itching. She's always itching. Itching. She's an itch. Itching. And now her hands yeah. are itching. Yeah, and she's just, they're just covered and like rashy, like and keeps like itching until I bleed. And um, um, I don't know what to put on them. Can you tell me what part of the country you live in? Uh, I live in on the state line of California and Nevada. California and Nevada. Okay, so that's a kind of dry area. Mhm. And it can often be dusty. It's not really dusty here. I live in Lake Tahoe, so it's up in the mountains. It is okay, dry though. Okay, you're in Lake Tahoe. Okay, so yes. so it's a little moister. I love Lake Tahoe. I went to UCLA, and we would always escape to Lake Tahoe whenever we could. Yeah, I was so, born and raised there, so <laughs> it's so lovely there, isn't it? Yeah. So, what kind of plants grow around you that you think would be kind to your daughter's skin? Pine trees? Uh, pine trees. Lavender. Um, Does lavender like... grow wild there? Yeah. And I have some growing in my garden as well. But, yeah, it's, it's a native plant. Oh, lovely. So, you know, as we're kind of developing a theme tonight, and that theme of being with the plants and listening to the plants, what I'd like to suggest is that your daughter um, go on a, a plant quest and that she, that she go out and that she perhaps even spend the night out with the plants and invite a dream and invite some plant to come to her that would be her comfort. Because it, when we are itchy, we are uncomfortable. And when we're itchy, we don't feel safe in our own skin. And I think there's a plant that would be her protector. And I think if she makes herself available to that, that that this might shift what's going on with her. So kind of just like let her maybe just like I don't know explore out in the woods with that intention or yes yes you know to take yourself alone alone into nature alone into the woods and if necessary to sleep on the earth to leave the comfort of beds and pillows and blankets at least for one night and to see yeah. what comfort the earth might offer. I don't know if I could necessarily bring her out camping. She's she's still sleeping in her crib. I'm worried she would just run away and go live with the bears. <laughs> you could go with her. Oh, yeah. I hear you. She's sleeping in her crib. You could go with her. She doesn't have to crawl out alone. Mm-hmm. 
And you for think there'll be some you know, sort of plan as as her mother, him? as her mother, perhaps you know you would be like the the channel through which that information comes. That that you would be able to see it and and understand it and 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 catch the edge of it for her as you as your hearts beat as one because if she's still young your heart is still so deeply connected your spirit is still so deeply connected and to let that heartbeat that you share and that spirit that you share share with the earth and see what what flows up what what magic is available to us? I, I one of the the first things that the plants said to me was, "We can't speak to you when you sleep in rooms with corn. We can only speak to you when you come out and share." Our cornerless existence. And maybe it's only a nap. Maybe it's not a whole night out. Let it be what you're comfortable with. Okay, well, thank you. You know, I do notice one thing. The more she's outside, the happier she is. (laughs) I know that much about her. There you go. So follow that. Follow that yellow brick road. Well, I appreciate your time and your advice and you, and thank you. You are welcome. Green blessing. Green blessing. Okay. That that just, that reminded me, I wanted to tell you, too, that, um, I'm going to be sleeping in a teepee this summer. We just put it up yesterday, and I'm going to be sleeping on the earth, and I'm just really excited for that. <laughs> Get back oh. into the rhythm. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty special. It's, uh, it's taken so a long time to get it get it there and uh, up and we still have some work to do to put the smoke flaps up and putting a liner in it and uh, and then various things inside of it but yeah you have a teepee on your property well you know Rebecca I don't because I don't, don't trust my teepee I don't trust my teepee poles they're old okay. and I don't want the teepee to fall on people and I can't find local teepee bills the closest teepee poles I can find are from Montana and it would cost yeah, thousands that's of these... dollars to ship mm-hmm. them to me. And I'm They're like, so... what? Well, so mine I'm cost like seamless three hundred and sixty dollars from here. So you're yeah, you're much further, and they take a special yeah. They came in on a special truck and everything. So exactly yeah, that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I'm you know kind of unhappy that I my TP isn't up. Somehow, um, TP balls find their way to me. Mhm. Yeah, the poles are the, they're beautiful. The lodge pine ones from Montana, but there's got to be something like that around where you're at. You have a lot of pine trees, but you can't use the We've white got pine. We've a lot of pine trees. It's hard to use mm-hmm. the white pine because they they're just not strong enough. Mhm. 
Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll let you know about my TP adventures. Oh, <laughs> uh, keep us posted on your TP adventures. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really good for my kids. I think it's going to be a super healing experience for all of us. Yeah, your boys are old now. Five and nine, and they're about to be six and ten this summer. Six and ten. Oh, what magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Okay, we'll go to the next caller in the 415 area code. Good evening. Hi. Hi, Susan. Gosh, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, I've been listening to you for years, and um, I'm so thankful for you. For so many years, um, I got your book um, <laughs> the, for the childbearing year 13 years ago before the birth of my first child. And you've just been like a, a fantasy mother to me <laughs> that I always dreamed of. And um, yeah, and a friend of mine, uh, I got her listening to you and we listened to your talk show for years and we've both been drinking our infusions for so long and we always play this game called Susie Says <laughs> and um, <laughs> just always talking about you and while at the same time encouraging each other to listen to our own everything <laughs> our own messages yeah. Um, and yeah I just want to say thank you for everything you do for everyone on the planet I'm just picturing like all these waves of love going over the from the whole planet over to you right now for all you're going through and so many people are so thankful for you and have so much love for you. It's just so beautiful. Um, and thank you, Rebecca, too. Uh, I just gave my daughter some usnia earlier from you. <laughs> and um, uh, we'll send you some love and strength, too, Rebecca, for what you're going through. Thank um, you. If I can stop thank crying, you. I can probably talk thank faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have this, my sweet little three-month-old baby, three months today, um, and he's teething. Um, uh, and I thought I was imagining it. It started a while ago, but today it got, he has, she has like a little fever and he's doing his little whimper noises and, um, you know, biting my shoulder, nibbling on my shoulder. And, um, one of my other children, when she was eight months, she had a seizure from what, which I now know, uh, I ran to the hospital barefoot. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Um, and then I came to know after that it was a febrile seizure. Um, so scary. So I'm so just, scary. Yes, it was scary. And it was just so funny because before I had children, I felt like I was trying to learn so much. And then that happened. And I was like, why did, how come I didn't know this <laughs> after all this reading I've been doing? And it was funny. Anyway, so um, I just want to know if you have any advice for, I just want to be prepared, I guess, if this fever gets high. I mean, it's, he's warm and he's obviously uncomfortable. Um, and I just made some chamomile infusion and I was thinking about giving him just, you know, a tiny micro of that. Um, That's but I want to know if you had, I tried to give him just the generic, you know, frozen washcloth, but it was a little bit too intense for him. I mean, he's so, he's so tiny, you know, <laughs> three months, three months. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, of course, elder is elder. The, okay is the um, herb that 
wise women all over the world say for for the youngest youngest children the the elder flower in any way whether it's elder flower tea or elder flower tincture um or even you know just the image of the elder flower because it's such a beautiful beautiful flower and yes, it is. and so so able to help the fever mechanism of the body to adjust and to not overshoot its mark. Mhm. Yes, I understand. Okay. I definitely don't have and I have elderberry but um right. she's, elderberry. she's in my fridge right now ready to go, but I don't have any access to elderflower elder flower, right. Now. right. Yeah. So look look around and see who has some and um as I said, even if it's just even if you just find a picture of the elder flower mm-hmm. and put that picture that. by your child and keep that in your heart and your mind. That sounds good. I'll do that. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. I like that. We'll do that while we're snuggling. You say oh, thank perfect. you, Susan. And what's your baby's name? Good night, name? Susan. His name is Emiliano. Good night. Oh, beautiful. Green blessings. Green blessings. Okay. The next caller is coming from the 416 area code. Hello. Hi. Hi, Susan. How are you? And I missed the first part of uh, your uh, show, and uh, I hope you're doing well. I only open at 8 p.m., so I didn't hear exactly what you said uh, about your uh, journey into health, but I hope you're doing well. I wish you all the health in the world. <laughs> and um, Thank you yeah. so much. Yes, I'm up on the high diving board. One, two, three, bounce up in the air. <laughs> Throw your arms up and fling yourself down into the pool of love because you get to read little Lulu comic books if you do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you are old enough to remember little Lulu, but it was my first exposure to witches. Because there no, was a, I don't. Uh, there was a, <laughs> you know, within little Lulu comic was a witch called Witch Hazel. Okay. And... And it was, you know, just one of those things that um, somehow sneaks into your childhood and blossoms out in your life in funny and amazing ways. So do you have a question tonight? Yes, I do. I actually have two if we have time. If not, I will just do one. Um, I have some small things that are bothering me, but they are bothering me for a while and they don't go away. So I'll just tell you about the first one. Um, I I have a swollen finger, the pinky finger, uh, in the middle, like in the articulation that's in the middle where you bend your finger. Uh Uh, And it started out of a sudden in December last year. when I first sensed this, when I first felt that something is wrong, I thought that it was an insect bite. That's how it looked like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Red, swollen, painful. And I didn't do anything. I just waited, 
you know, for the pain to go away. And right, because if it, it didn't take bite, it'll go away on its own. Yeah. But it didn't. No, no, it didn't. It didn't. So uh, is I it right start... around? Is it right around the joint, or is that out near the end of the finger? Yeah, it's it's uh, around the joint on the top, on top of the finger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's around the joint, and it's it's not as bad as it was in December last year, but it's mm-hmm. still swollen and painful, and especially when I make a fist, is more painful than um, when I do nothing. But I even do nothing, and I can feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Even in mm-hmm. bed, when I'm trying to sleep, I can still feel the pain in the finger. Can you tell me what things you've tried that haven't worked to help? Uh, yeah, I tried the castor oil, and uh, it helps a little bit. Um, but I cannot wrap anything around the finger because when I wrap, like I put a cloth to, to wrap something and keep something there, the finger um, starts, you know, it's blocked. It cannot move, and the, the pain is worse. Mm-hmm. So um, I hear you. Yeah. The, the only thing that I could do was like put like dots of uh, castor oil whenever I remember three four times a day. Um, it helps a little bit, but it doesn't go away. And now because the weather is nicer, I tried like I put in the mortar and pestle some um, comfrey leaves. Comfrey, and, uh, yes, I, I was thinking comfrey. I smashed the leaf in the mortar and pestle, and then I just put that smash on my finger. But, but the smash comfrey leaf, yep. Yeah, so I, I tried to wrap with like a, just um, a paper uh, towel, like something very, very um, thin that right. that's not uh, bothering me. But because also I cannot wrap with something... To, to put like an elastic or something because it, it blocks the circulation to the finger. Right. So here's what I'm seeing. Um, I have a, a friend who uses something, and I think it's called physiotape. What's that? Sorry. I, I think it's called physiotape. Physiotape. And physiotape, and it's a stretchy, and you don't wrap it around your finger but you stretch it from the base of your finger up to the top of your finger. Okay. Okay. And um, I think you can, I think it's pretty easily available. When she turned me on to it, um, it, it was kind of an odd thing, but now I've seen it in like all different sizes and colors. And she like taped me up because I was you know, flying home on an airplane and she said, you know, we're going to tape you up and you'll see your ankles won't swell up. And I said, well, my ankles never swell up anyhow. <laughs> That's what hers do on an airplane. So she physiotaped one of my ankles and not the other. And of course, there was no difference because my ankles don't swell up. But I could feel okay. what was happening. It's like the line that the physiotape makes is just a stretchy tape, right? Okay. Kind of like draws the energy and the circulation along along the way the tape is going and kind of retrains the body. Because, okay. of course, I think what you're saying is that the energy is getting stuck at that point, right? 
Yeah, I, and when I you don't wrap know something what a, when you wrap something around it, it gets more stuck there. Yeah, yeah. And if you can't get any physiotape, what you might even do that smashed come free that smashed come free leaf. Like yeah. just run like a little olive oil on your finger from the base up to the tip, and then dab that come free leaf on it, just like in a line from the base up to the tip. And and imagine that the energy is flowing in a different way. So to imagine that the energy is flowing from the tip of the finger down or the other way? The other way, from the base out through the tip. From the base to the tip, okay. Out to the tip. And imagine that energy moving far, far out from the tip of your finger as though your finger were growing, 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 growing. Okay. And let that energy that's stuck in that joint there just extend out, 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 out. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's something energetic. I'm thinking of that, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the sense that I'm getting to. And, of course, there's also certainly um, something going on there. And I'm also remembering uh, Julia Tiberti Levy, and one of her kind of, you know, she had some pretty um, strange remedies that she used. And I would like just like somebody just scratch my head at how did she think these things up. And so one of her remedies for that kind of like swollen joint was you take a lemon and yeah. you, and you keep the lemon intact. But you cut through the lemon from the bottom to the top. Okay. Like you were like you were coring an apple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you put salt in it and you stick it around your finger. Okay. How much salt? Like a lot of salt or just enough to get it juicy. Okay. And I saw her really resolve some pretty swollen joints by doing that. And I thought, how did this woman ever, like, even imagine putting somebody's finger in a lemon? Well, of course, because she lived in Greece, where there were mm-hmm. lots and lots and lots of lemons, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, you know, was, got very inventive with all the lemons. And I live in New York where, like, lemons are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, so, yeah. <laughs> so give us a call back in a couple of weeks and let us know what's going on, okay? Okay, okay. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you, and good heart, and my heart is with you. I feel it. Thank you so much. I'm so nourished. Thank you. Green life, thank you. Color off, but the next caller is coming from the 352 area code. Hi, Susan. Hi. Can you hear it? I hear it, yes. I I tried to get just so you could hear the part that you're loving right now. There's some voices in the background. Well, Simon and Garfunkel, feeling groovy. Ah, perfect. (laughs) 
Then and I, 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 because I'm very kind of simplified on my electronics, I have it, but it's, yeah, I'm, we're feeling groovy. Feeling I don't know groovy. how to get that. Can I add it off? What a fun song, huh? Oh, you know it. Feeling groovy. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Uh, well, I have. I'd like to. Um, I have it written down, <laughs> so I won't waste your time. But all right. So I thought it was very cool that the last lady that called. It's like you know how long it found out for the rest of the world that Abraham Lincoln had died. It's it's kind of sweet that it's going to come in a wave for you. You know, and uh, you you're you're on the top shelf, and I really appreciate you. I have. Two questions, but they're not that important. My first question is, where can I send you a letter that would get to you? P.O. Box 64, Woodstock, New York, 12498. Okay. Great. And then um, I just had this great praise for you for all the reasons why you're this great healer. I'll skip over that. And then I'm... Wanted to praise you for your podcasting skills um, because I'm going to do my first class. And that's my leading question. But part of my praise for you is that I'm in in a, a, I've read your first book a long, long time ago. So uh, a bunch of my children came in here because I'm moving into an RV and I'm getting ready to, you know, contribute to the herbal world. And all their above. So Thank they were going you. through all Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And I sure hope I can come up there and just serve for a while. But you know, herbal medicine. You know, I got, I got this people, great herbal medicine is people's medicine, and everyone that's right. It is exactly shares people's more people's medicine. That's the wise woman way. That's what it's about. Well, what you told that woman with the child with the itchy skin. And uh-huh. again, I've been, you know, I, I've been part of a, an out, outer side of your circle for about 30-something years or 35, very about when you wrote the first book. And that advice is exactly what makes you a healer, and that's what I pass on. It confirms to me that I'm giving the right advice. For a woman who's only had one child, your child understanding is extensive. It must be generational in your soul. That's a compliment. Yes. Yes. When I when my, I, just, I went into the surgery, I put my mom under my feet because she made my body from her body. And I wanted her there under my feet. I wanted to be grounded in her. And I put dad over my head. Because he was a huge intellectual. He was very bright. You know, he always, you know, taught me authority. And I wanted him above my head. And behind my back, I put my dear, dear lover, Pierre. We were lovers for 33 years. And um, he, you know, oh my God, I loved Pierre. Pierre, um, in his 20s, uh, lost his ability to have erections. And so he found ways to please women without that. And wow, did we ever like that? 
And, and just, uh, I could see air behind me. I said, yeah, you're the one who's back there. Back there. Yeah, she was a big woman, you know. Over on my left-hand side was my dearly beloved Fern, who had the nerve of uh, writing down down there to die of cervical cancer for 22 years. My, my, oh, I cannot. My left hand, holding my left hand, going for me. And then many of you know my dearly beloved Marie Summerwood. And Fern and Marie were lovers as well. And I told them if they ever decided to get married, they had to marry them. And so, so I had the, you know, the, the, the six points of my myself. Well, aren't you amazing? I, I'm, I'm, you're breaking up on me a little bit, but that's okay. I'm just really glad to be on the other end of this little um, canned can. Yeah, yeah. But you Susan, know, I got to uh, tell all, you, we all need, we can get all the time, and it's always there for us. It is, and it yeah. definitely because we. Well, my in, the question I called for was the address, and then um, other than that, I'll write them in my great little letter for you. And then, unless you wanted me to tell you this great story. Well, Rebecca, how are we doing on time and, and questions? Do we have time? We just have one more person. Yeah, we just have one more person with their hand raised, so we have time for another question. We got twenty minutes. I'm going while you tell the story. Anyway, I was my kids were coming over here and going through all my cool stuff because I'm moving into this RV because I'm getting independent. Yay me! And then all these books and this one, my son, who's 34, picked up Wise Mom and Herbal for the childbearing years. Like this is the first book I remember looking at when I was young, and then began to ask me questions out of that. And I was like, man, this is awesome, Susan. Thank you so much. It's moving along. Wow. You know, you're probably moving on to the great-grandchildren situation. Anyways, you are brave. You are resolute. You are amazing. Amazing is always too broad. So I was trying to think of specific compliments, you know. (laughs) You know what I mean? I had a a really fun time this morning writing praises for all of the nurses at Memorial Sun Catering. It took such wonderful care of me. And there, I did have a night nurse. Right. Thank you, I nurse. Immediately one. come back into Vogue. Yeah, I did have one who came in the middle of the night. And I said to her, bad smell, bad smell. And, you know, and she said, oh, my God, you know, you're covered in feces. And just walked out of the room and left me like that. And oh, no. Like, oh, my God, nightmare nurse. Nice. Alert, alert. What, what, wait. Utterly abuse. Utterly abuse. Awesome. But I'm, 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 I'm so glad you're feeling better. I'm so glad you're feeling better. Amen to you. And uh, <laughs> I'm thankful. I've got a, I'm going to send you. It'll be a nice handwritten letter. And Ooh, no questions. Goody, goody. I love getting letters. Okay. Well, goody, goody, you're getting one. And then. Um, okay, great. It's always fun. Okay. So good for you, man. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. And God bless you. 
man. You're doing fine. And wait a minute. Let me hit it one more time. Let's see if, I, if it comes in. Feeling groovy. Da, da, da. From Nashville, nonetheless. But nonetheless, this is my dear my Susan. We are praising you from Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Like tonight. I love you. Feeling love, love to you too, and we'll be meeting soon. Green blessings. Green blessings. All right. The next caller is coming from the eight four five area code. Hi, Susan. Eight four five. That's a neighbor of mine. Yes, hi Susan. Um, hi. How's how are the goats doing? Mickey is taking great care of the cat. Um, I'll call the house and um and and see if there's anything I can do for them. Uh, I'd be happy to. Okay. Um, did we lose Susan here? Let's see. Can you still Susan, hear me? Susan, we can't hear you. Oh, dear. I, I'm oh, here, you are. too. Here okay, we are. What? I, I, can you hear me now? We're all back. Yes. I changed. Yeah, I, I, changed I, I put the phone on the other ear. Okay. We are having te- terrible uh, interference in the neighborhood, Susan, as, as well, right up the road. Yeah, it's it's not okay. you. It's it's us. It's so us. I, am, I, I am so happy to. I have been thinking about you day and night from the beginning to the end of the day ever since last week's call because I I just couldn't understand why I kept feeling like you were on some spiritual plane. And I didn't know what you were doing, even calling in, but there you were. But I, I said, do I dare even mention this and, and ask her, like, were you tripping on mushrooms or something? And I, I have been, um, I have been talking with Grandma Twyla and the handful of people I I know from the Wolf Clan and sending that energy to you. And oh, I just have chills just just to think that somehow Grandma Twilight connected to me, and I was sending all this love and strength. And I I hope you. I I I definitely received it. I received every single bit of it, and certainly you know Grandmother Twyla is uh, uh, my grandma. She's the one who took me in. She's the one who said, you're part of the Wolf Clan. She's the one who said, come here, you. You're my granddaughter. I have other native grandmothers, but Grandma Twyla, she was the one who was really, you know, right there, right there for me right there initiating me and setting me on my path and kicking my butt when it needed kicking and kissing my cheek when it needed kissing. She's the one. You know, I went to Grandmother Twyla and I said, Grandmother, Grandmother, people are saying 
I, I, that I'm burning myself out, that I'm working too hard. What should I do? And Grandma Twice said, well, Susan, I think you should go talk to the sun. <gasps> and I said, what? She said, the sun up there, you know, the sun, yellow, oh the color of love. Oh, you my goodness, I can't sun. believe you're saying this. Yes. It shines on all of us. And so I sat out in the sun, and I said, hey, son, people are saying I'm working too hard, and I'm going to burn myself out. And the sun said, brum, brum, brum. well, Susan, you know, I'm burning pretty bright up here, and I'm going to burn myself out one day, too. But until then, brum, brum, I'm giving it all I got, and so you should, too. <laughs> You don't know how groovy this is because I have been sitting in the sun meditating on you all week. And oh, I bless this, it be. I bought this huge hibiscus with yellow flowers. And oh. I, I got the message about the sun as well. Yes, and the burnout thing and, and keep going and and I have felt this new sense of strength myself just by somehow tapping into you. It was it was magic. It is and I, that anthroposophic doctor that I'm working with, Doctor Anna Lutz, she sent me a poem and I'm just gonna kind of paraphrase it. Um, and it said, there are two suns. There's the outer sun that illuminates all that we see. And there's the inner sun that illuminates all that we don't see. But there is yet a third sun that is created by the intersection of those two suns. And that third sun is the sun that is going to be shining through you. Oh, shine it does. <laughs> and, and you know, I had to laugh because in addition to, you know, people saying you're going to burn yourself out, I always said, well, it's true, I'm burning my candle at both ends, but that's only because I don't know where the third end is. And so here's Dr. Anna Lopes telling me where the third end of my candle is to burn, so I can burn all three ends of my candle at once. <laughs> oh, my. Now, that that is... Uh... That is a powerful image. Sure is. And um, give, it, this, give it all you've got. Don't hold anything back. The funny thing about this hibiscus I bought, with you in mind, is it has um, like a, I, I know there's a, a name for it. It's a twisted trunk, like braided. It's three ah. plants. And oh. each plant is a different color. One is yellow, one is red, and one is peach. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh is right. Wow. I'm going to hold I've, that image. Yes. Red, peach, yellow. And Three then I thought, of, I thought of you again, and I thought of this silly little weed walk about 10 years ago you did for Mirabai Bookstore. Yep. And you went down into the alley and you were highly praising the Malvasia family. And 
I've only resorted to it a couple times in my life because I felt that it was possibly endangered or rare or something that I shouldn't use it too much. But anyway, um, I've been... I've been uh, researching all day the different hibiscuses and 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 the and the uh, the rose swamp. Uh, I mean the the swamp rose mallow and uh, right. um, I, I came up with one today which was the hardy perennial and it makes a hibiscus the size of a dinner plate. They they have them growing outside yum yum noodle. Uh-huh. Do you remember them? Yes, I do. Well, they come up every year. You just plant them once, and they're perennials. It's, it is such an amazing family, the Malvaceae. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's my new love for the year, and I was waiting for something to catch me, and I said, what will it be? I wonder what it will be this year. <laughs> and, and now you uh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, everything's been bringing me, and in return, bringing me back to myself. It's It's been an amazing week for me, thinking about thank, you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for sharing the image, the, the Malvaceae, the red, peach, yellow, and that big dinner plate Malvaceae. And just, oh, what a, you know, I, I it, the more... I learn about the family, the the my love for it gets. And Robin has been my very first sent me marshmallow seeds. Leaves now, and they're ready to set out in the garden, and uh, they'll grow and flower, and then they'll keep setting seeds. And I should have uh, marshmallow growing in my garden forever. Oh, my, I'm going to get right on that myself. And, uh, in fact, I planted okra today, which isn't a Malvasia, I don't think. It is. It is a Malvasia. Oh, it, so it is, cotton. too. And that yes, it is. giant yellow flowers, but with thorns. And I thought, Susan would like this because it has thorns. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought of you, and I thought, something's going on here. And I just kept thinking, you, do I? You yeah, go on. Okay. So I'm glad I could share this with you. The beauty of the Malvaceae, and especially that yellow one, glowing and glowing. Especially the yellow one. Absolutely. Well, um, there there might be another caller coming, so I know you're near the end of your time, and um, you know perhaps you'd like to speak anyway. Um, thank you, Susan. I love you so very, very much, and I'm so I'm so inspired uh, by by your your generosity to share your journey with us and to lift us up with you. Thank you. Okay. Let's How are we doing, Rebecca? Looks like we have just one more person here that's waiting with a question. 
Well, that's perfect. We've got, what, about 10 minutes left. Yes. All right, and the next caller is also coming from the 845 area code. Hi, neighbor. Oh, this is Tatiana. Hi, Tatiana. Thank you for your encouragement and support. Without you, I wouldn't keep doing what I'm doing, which is I am off medication and doing what you tell me to do. And the only thing you don't tell me to do is to lose weight, and I need to very... Uh, During the time I took medication, I put on six pounds, which for me is very unusual. I was overweight before, but I was overweight in a very stable manner, and I took it as a natural thing for an old woman to be who is not dancing anymore every day. And I wonder, I really don't want to lose my appetite for good food. It's very important in my life besides music and reading and writing and all that, but it's a very immediate comfort zone. And uh, But I need to lose weight. Do you have any ideas how to do that? Well, you, know, you know, Tatiana, when, yeah. uh, when I first went to, uh, to be with uh, Dr. Kara at Memorial Sloan Kettering with my diagnosis, my first diagnosis of endometrial cancer, um, and she, of course, said, you know, well, what we're going to do surgery and take all this out. And I said, no. And she looked at me and she said, well, nobody refuses surgery. And I said, I'm refusing surgery. I'm not going to do it. And we talked for a while and kind of almost off the cuff as she was leaving the room, she turned to me and she said, you know, you're okay. And if you're serious about beating this cancer, you'll lose weight. Mm -hmm. I really heard her. Mm -hmm. And I lost 40 pounds that year, Tatiana. And the way I lost 40 pounds that year was simply by not taking the last bite. (laughs) I see. That was the only change I made. I ate everything I'd always eaten. I didn't deprive myself in any way but I didn't eat the last bite. Yeah. That's very... And that, that bonded Dr. Kara and I together because she said to me, you are the only woman that I have ever told to lose weight who did it and kept it off. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's a very wonderful suggestion I need to learn to do that yeah just leave the last bite behind yes yeah Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying thank you you are welcome blessed be green blessings to you and I'm happy you're here with us Golly gee, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Golly gee, me too. Life is groovy. Yes, Saturday was my birthday. Happy birthday. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? I'm 78 and very young in my heart. Ah, wonderful. Yes. I'll tell you, all all of the doctors... 
at Memorial Sloan Kettering, you know, just looked at me and said, because you have to identify yourself by your name and your birthday, you know. They always come in like, what's your name, what's your birthday, right? And they're like, you know, listening to me, and they're going, no, you're not that old. No, you're not that old. No, you're not that old. You know, and I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. You know, I am. I'm 74. I really am. And the 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 energy and the thoughtfulness that I have put into the 74 years in this body is paying off. Yeah. It's paying off. Every bit that we put into ourselves pays off. So, get I'm learning to do that, and you really help me. Listening to this hour opens me up to many daring things, and for this I'm grateful. Thank you for calling tonight. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Susan. Be blessed. Green blessings. Green blessings to everyone. Truly, life is magnificent. We never know what's going to happen. We never know what kind of choices we're ultimately going to need to make. We never know how much we're going to be tested or how strong we're actually going to turn out to be. We never know, really, how much love and support there is until we fling ourselves off my diving board. One, two, three, bounce. Fling your arms up and down you go into the love and the green blessings that surround us all. Good night, Rebecca. Night, Susan. Love you. And lots of love, love to everybody you. out there. We'll talk to you next week. Till next week. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.